Best way, 我们一起翻开, the Lord that once again I have an opportunity to share with brothers and sisters. Before we have our share, before we have our sharing, let us read a few passages. Uh, first, let's turn to Deuteronomy chapter 4. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 32 through 39. I'll read for you. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 32 through 39. 
将有何名听见神在火中说话的声音？像你听见还能成佛呢？这样的大事何曾有？你何曾听见呢？神何曾从别的国中将一国的人民、一国的人民领出来，用思念神的启示增加，大能的手和伸出来的膀臂，并大。大可畏的是，像耶和华你们的神在埃及，在你们眼前为你们所行的一切事例，这是显给你看。要是你知道，唯有耶和华他是神，除他以外别无再无别神。他从天上使你听见他的声音，为要教训你；又在地上使你看见他的烈火，并且听见。他从火中所说的话，因他爱你的列祖，所以拣选他们的后裔，要大人亲自领你出了埃及，要将比你更强大的国民从你面前赶出，领你进入，将他们的地赐给是你五爷，像经历一样。三十九节，所以经历你要知道。也要记在心上，天上地下唯有耶和华他是神，除他以外再无别神。For ask now concerning the days that are past, which were before you, since the day that God created man on the earth, and ask from one end of heaven to the other whether any great thing like this has happened, or anything like it has been heard. Did any people ever hear the voice of God speaking out of the midst of the fire, as you have heard and lived? Or did God ever try to go and take for Himself a nation from the midst of another nation by trials, by signs, by wonders, by war, by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, and by great terrors, according to all that the Lord your God did for you in Egypt before your eyes? To you it was shown that you might know. That the Lord Himself is God; there is none other besides Him. Out of heaven He let you hear His voice, that He might instruct you. On earth He showed you His great fire, and you heard His words out of the midst of the fire. And because He loved your fathers, therefore He chose their descendants after them, and He brought you out of Egypt with His presence, with His mighty power, driving out from before you nations greater and mightier than you, to bring you in. To give you their land as an inheritance, as it is this day, verse thirty-nine. Therefore, I know this day, and consider it in your heart, that the Lord Himself is God in heaven above and on the earth beneath. There is no other. And then Isaiah chapter one, verse three. Isaiah 书一章三节，牛认识主人，驴认识主人的脚。以色列却不认识我的名，却不留意。The ox knows its owner, and the donkey its master's crib, but Israel does not know. My people do not consider. 还有就是以赛亚书四十三章十节。And then Isaiah forty-three verse ten. 以赛亚书四十三章十节到。Isaiah forty-three verses ten through twelve. Yahweh said, "You are my witness. I have chosen the people. If it is so, then they will know and be blessed. Because I am the Lord. I have not been a false prophet. I have not been a false prophet. 
，我曾指示，我曾拯救，我曾说明，并且在你们中间没有别神。所以耶和华说：“你们是我的见证，我也是神。” You are my witnesses, sister Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am He. Before me there was no god formed, nor shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord. And besides me, there is no savior. I have declared and saved. I have proclaimed, and there was no foreign god among you. Therefore, you are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God. 还有最后一处就是使徒行传一章八节。And then lastly, from Acts chapter one verse eight. 使徒行传一章八节。但圣灵降临在你们身上，你们就必得着能力。But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, and in all Judea and Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Let us bow our heads for prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you. From this morning's bread and cup, Lord, you remind us of your great love. Lord, you love us and you've given yourself to us. We want to worship you and thank you. And Lord, we thank you for giving us your words through your words. Lord, with a hungering heart, we come before you. Well, may you reveal once again to us through your words. And that we may recognize the wonders that you do among us. And for your testimony, please help us. We give you those he who speaks, who uh, who hears into your hands. As we share your words, may your spirit lead us that we may truly we may trust in you. Oh, please speak to us. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I believe when we speak about testifying for the Lord, every brother and sister is willing. Because we have received such grace from the Lord. And this is also an entrusting from the Lord as He went to heaven. And he wants us to be his testimony to the ends of the earth. We know it's not easy to testify for the Lord. Because the Lord is great and he is holy. And we truly need his mercy and leading because we are 
uh, uh, humbling and uh, uh, very weak. Uh, when we testify for the Lord, it's not only through uh, words like we have done in during Thanksgiving. And on that day, I also heard many brothers and sisters are testifying to what God has done. But on our lives, on ourselves, we need to testify for the Lord. That we may be witnesses. Uh, the words we read from Acts 8 uh, that is that we may be witnesses and God has saved us and uh, also from the bondage of sin and he has given us life and we have received this life uh, God has given us this life so we ought to live out this life and as we live it out we testify for God we truly need his mercy uh, often uh, we know God's testimony was lost among us uh, in New York there are many churches and like us the pulpit is open for brothers and sisters to testify and as we speak of God's testimony if in our lives and the things we do in our families how you work among your colleagues and God through many environments if we are unable to live out God's testimony and when we talk and the brothers and sisters may not be helped uh, often when we preach the gospel we are powerless because we do not have a good testimony in our lives and uh, I have heard brothers and sisters say because we know there are other churches that open the pulpit for brothers and sisters to share but as people go up and, uh, and the local brother, responsible brother says and, uh, uh, can you please not let him go up because when I hear his words I, I cannot bear it why is there such a condition? Because whatever he speaks is different from whatever he lives. You talk about ten testimonies. Uh, but uh, when he talks about obedience, uh, he doesn't uh, he doesn't exercise it at home. And uh, even among brothers and sisters, there's no, you don't see obedience. 
and how you obey, how you bear the cross. Brothers and sisters, it seems like you're testifying about yourself. Because upon your life, we don't see God's testimony. We, for this testimony, we need God's mercy. Often, God's testimony is lost in us. We need God's mercy. God has an unchanging love. And the principle of His working does not change. And today, God entrusts this testimony to us. He used to entrust the testimony to the Israelites. We see how He led the Israelites, and today, how He leads us. In the Bible, records many ways he, lead, he led the Israelites. And there are many, uh, many men who, who walked a path of faith to teach us. But some of the stories for Israel, they are a warning to us. And they are a stern warning. Uh, that, uh, so that we do not shame God's name in our lives. God has chosen the Israelites. But the Israelites failed. The Israelites have failed in God's testimony, but God will not fail. And uh, God uh, watched over some of the overcomers that they may testify. And there are a few, uh, few overcomers, like the 7,000, who continue to testify for the God. But when the testimony is lost among the Israelites, God says, and in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 3, that the ox knows its master, but the Israelites do not recognize me. Because God has many wonders among the Israelites. And through these miracles and wonders that Israelites might, might know God. That the Israelites will recognize every deed that God does on the Israelites. Oh, this is a true experience for the Israelites. But if you don't recognize, and if you do not know God through these experiences, and so that God's name is shamed in their lives. And from Isaiah uh, 43, Jehovah says, But you are my witnesses. 
and the the, the servants I have chosen. Because God has chosen the Israelites. And uh, he, he entrusted his testimony among the people. And uh, so that so that we may know and that they should know because the testimony was entrusted to them and they, he has given them a way that they may believe in him. And uh, so the Israelites have a way to know and to believe him, and uh, we have a way to know and believe him. And understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. So the Israelites must know that beside God there is no other God. Uh, this matter, the Israelites do not know. And we see that they worshipped other gods and idols. Because they did not properly know that God is the only God, truly. And that the Israelites had such experiences. Uh, in God. And in all those grace that they, they have not uh, recognized. And they do not know God through this. And uh, so through this, you should know and believe and understand that uh, there is no other God. Because uh, they have not known God through this experience, uh, they shamed him. Uh, so we see many such stories in Israel. And in Deuteronomy 4 that we read, and through Moses, God spoke to the Israelites. And so it says that for uh, ask now concerning the days that are past. Uh, did any people hear uh, that God has saved uh, people? That through trials, signs, wonders, war, mighty hand and an outstretched arm, and by great terrors, that God saved him from Egypt. And to you it was shown that you might know that the Lord God himself is God. There is none other besides him. So the 
he wants them to understand that besides him there's no, none other but the Israelites did not learn their lesson they did not know God through this so at the Mount Sinai they made the golden calf and they shamed God God has such mercy on them they receive such blessing and blessing so verse 39 so therefore know this day and consider it in your heart that the Lord himself is God in heaven above and on the earth beneath there is no other there is no other so God did all this so that the Israelites may understand one thing but the Israelites did not understand so in the, in the nation they worshipped idols why is it that they had such weakness and because in themselves they have not carefully considered God's word so in the wilderness we see what the Israelites wanted or oh, the, the cucumbers, the, uh, the leeks, the, uh, meat, the meats. And uh, as if we have leeks and cucumbers and meats to eat, then I'm good. So they don't have the meats, so they complain. They don't know the way that God was leading them. They had no consideration of it. But when the when the Lord saved his people from Egypt, and he continued to say to his people, I saved you because I had a a, I had a testament, I had a covenant with your ancestors. And because of this uh, covenant, I cannot abandon you. So today I'm saving you. Saving you is not because of how good you are. Because I had a covenant with your forefather Abraham. Because in his covenant there is a God's purpose. And God will do a wonderful thing in this covenant. God has a God has a will in this covenant. Because this covenant, this will is uh, earth-shaking. And uh, because God will have a, um, a, a, uh, a descendant. And this descendant will break the Satan's head. And uh, this descendant will save the man from from sin. Because 
Because uh, God remembers his covenant with Abraham that he will take care of this issue with sin. And this is the purpose that God had a covenant with Abraham. Uh, he will do one thing to save sinners. That all the nations in, in all the world uh, will receive blessing through and uh, so God is saying because I want to do this today I'm going to save you but the, the Israelites were unaware and he doesn't really care and uh, so and uh, he was under oppression under Pharaoh and uh, so um, they were able to have the cucumbers and leeks and meats and uh, he was satisfied with this enjoyment and because of these thoughts and so he went to worship idols so this occurred among the Israelites so they experienced all this but they still don't know God because he thought they don't know God so God's testimony was lost among them and today God has saved us and we have received such grace in our experiences do we know our God what kind, of God, what kind of God is the God that you know? And through many of his servants, we know that he's coming soon. Do we put this matter on our hearts? And do we prepare ourselves for such a thing? If our Lord comes, are we ready to see Him? Do we live for such a matter? Or today, it's good enough that we have our houses, our homes, our cars? And uh, perhaps you got become very nervous when you see the Lord. And we also see brothers and sisters when they're ill. And, uh, and the doctor says, you don't have too long to live. They're very nervous. Why nervous? Because they're not ready to see the Lord. They don't, they're, they don't really, uh, uh, it doesn't matter to them. Because we, we don't care. We have not prepared ourselves well. So when you know that you're about to see the Lord, you become nervous. If we are truly ready, we are not nervous. Regarding God's grace, there's so much. 
Some have fallen from the fourth floor. And uh, somebody carried him to the hospital, uh, but his bones are not broken, and he walked out. Uh, twice my um, stomach has uh, ulcer bleeding. And I had a lot of bleeding. Oh, the um, I think the the red blood cells count is uh, it should it should be fourteen, but I had five. And uh, but I didn't know at the time. And uh, so the doctor says uh, you only had five and you could have gone to sleep and never wake up. So God's grace is abundant under us. Do we through these experiences know God? God has given us our bodies. God prepared a body But are our bodies given up to the Lord? Are we living for the Lord? Often we we come short of Him. God has preserved our bodies that we may breathe and live. And he is giving his life to us. He prepared our bodies in order to testify for him. That we may be witnesses. Often our bodies, we are only for the pleasures of eating and drinking. Oh, there's a fruit. Um, it's a it's a a dragon fruit. It's it's got it's it can be red or yellow. They would eat and have um, diarrhea, and uh, but they'll continue to eat. So we've tasted all the great dishes. But is that just, is that it? Our goal is to have the leeks and the cucumbers and meats? God's grace is too abundant. God given us our bodies? Are we testifying for the Lord? And, and the Israelites lost is because they don't know God. That through the experiences they did not know God. And they were not aware and they don't care of what God is. As long as I have my home, house, car, I'm good. And I, I've seen so many brothers and sisters receiving so much grace from God. And 
and uh, some illnesses were healed. Uh, uh, they prayed to God that you give, uh, give me another 10 years. And God gave him 10 years. And he lived his 10 years. And there's one day that illness came again. And he recalled that the when uh, God had given him 10 years for his testimony but he had forgotten about it and once again he was living for his car his home his house and then when this thing recurred he suddenly recalled and then he became nervous God is merciful there's so much grace that he has are we knowing who God truly is through these experiences what is the purpose and will that he saves us and uh, what type of experiences are we going through Often we don't really care about and we don't carefully learn. And, and often we suffer loss about his testimonies. We truly need God's mercy. And we need his compassion. Dear brothers and sisters, during this Thanksgiving season, we hear, we hear many testimonies. Some of these really encourage us. But in the Bible, in the Israelites, God also has told us about, about His witnesses, how they testify for Him. Just like Moses. He knew God. Well, we know when the Israelites were failing, uh, God says, I will, I will, uh, I will, kill, I will um, remove them and I will establish you. Because Moses knew God. And uh, he told God that no. And because from the way God delivered Israel, Israel, Moses knew God. And he saw God's, God's dealings. We know when God first brought the Israelites out of Egypt. Because the Israelites did not allow them to go. And uh, so in Exodus, we, we, we heard that the Pharaoh. And so Moses said, uh, uh, um, uh, Moses said to the Pharaoh, um, let my people go. Then there are many ways that I can bring my people out. So I can use a famine so that all the Israelites would die. 
因为当你埃及人死光的时候，看看你谁还在那里敢说，我不让你出去。And so if they all die, then, uh, then the, the, you should let the people go. Yeah, but the God did not do it. 神，你不肯让我百姓出去，我就留给你的活口。但用我的大人有一天，嗯，将我的百姓从这里出去的时候，你就认识，就看见我是耶和华。So God says that one day with the wonders and miracles, I will bring my people out, and then you'll know that I am the Lord. 所以这个事情，摩西认识了。摩西在这个事情里面，他看见了神的作为。So through this, Moses see God's hands, and he knows God. So he told God, "You have a plan to take your people out of Egypt. You have a plan to bring your people out." So Moses says, "You had a you had a way to deliver the people out of Egypt. So you have a way to bring them into Canaan." Uh, if you allow your people to die in this wilderness, and uh, you will be a laughing stock. People will say that you were able to bring your people out of Egypt, but you cannot bring them into Canaan. Because Moses knew God through this. He knew that God had a way to bring them out of Egypt, so God will certainly bring them into Canaan. So his prayers were received by God. Because he knew God. He knew God's will. He and he knew that how, even though how, how terrible this people is, that God was able to bring them out. And this is what Moses received from God. So God says to Moses, "You are a faithful servant." He was faithful in serving his generation. We truly want to thank the Lord. Uh, in many things, we really ought to spend the effort to know God. Isaiah chapter one verse three that uh, the people, his his people, did not care, uh, nor did they um, uh, give attention. Uh, we should pay attention to the grace and the mercy that God has on us. So, Deuteronomy chapter four verse So, therefore, know this day. And consider it in your heart. Regarding God's deeds, we must know and consider. We should not forget about God and just abandon Him on sight. We must have a personal knowing and belief, and then we'll obey. If you don't even know Him, how do you obey Him? We know Enoch walked with God. We know he was an ordinary man. He also bore children. 
And from bearing children, he, he, he knew God. And we know that he had the um, very ho- uh, holy descendants. And that, and that uh, uh, God's uh, heritage could continue. Because he knew God. He walked with God. We know God's standards high. God will not lower his standard because he doesn't change. And so for us to be able to walk with God is that our standards must change so that we can walk with him. He was the father in the family as a husband. So with this, he had a good testimony for God. God also establishes our family. Do we have a good testimony at home? In our children, are we teaching them to be godly descendants? And in our marriages, are we fulfilling our responsibilities and testimonies? And often, our God's testimony is lost in our family. And uh, some of them, they would um, condemn each other. Many testimonies. It's, it's a disgrace to, to work God. Why does God establish our families? But we know God established family for David. And because God had a covenant with David that his throne will last forever among in his descendants. So he prayed that God will watch over his descendant and his family. And that the family be established. And so God, uh, David wanted his descendant to build the temple for God. Because God will God will obtain what what he, he himself does. If God wants to build his testimony, he doesn't uh, ha- he doesn't want us to be just good. He first puts his materials in us. We 
So when we offer up what we receive from Him, we are giving Him a good testimony. So, so when we testify for the Lord, we must have a knowledge of Him. And from Isaiah 43, we see, it says, and, uh, and understand uh, that I am He. It's only when we know Him and recognize Him as the only uh, God that we may be obedient to Him. And this is the only way in order to, to testify for him. To, uh, to believe in him and then to obey him. And today's uh, words, it's the way of the cross. We not only humble under his authority, we also are obedient to his way. We, we can only uh, prostrate under his ways. And we can only um, uh, give thanks for everything he does. I remember a long time ago, a brother, uh, he goes to work. <laughs> he says, thank the Lord, or he called me, he says, thank the Lord, my, my wheels went flying. I didn't know how, how can you thank the Lord for uh, his car's wheels went flying. And he was very emotional. He, he says one sentence and he praises the Lord. Yeah, and I, uh, I said, what happened? Speak slowly. And uh, so he was driving on the highway um, no slower than 70 miles per hour, maybe 80 miles per hour. And suddenly he saw the front tires went flying. Oh, and uh, from four, four tires, she had three. And you know, at the high speed, this is so dangerous. So he prayed that, oh, Lord, save me. And uh, God protected him, and he was fine. And slowly, he stopped the car. And uh, I saw the car itself, uh, the, the plates were half gone. And we see the, through this how merciful so he felt that even with one breath is God's mercy uh, don't consider that uh, it's uh, something that's 
natural that you have a breath. So through this experience, he really felt that God is an incredible God. And so he, he has prepared and preserved a body for him. That through this body we may know God. Oh, um, this brother is not that noticeable in church. But where I see that he was faithful in many his services. And uh, so in his service, he was quietly um, serving. And I see a good testimony in his family. So as his sister was sharing the other day, the other day, uh, on Thursday, I was very moved. And so his family is is uh, is very well and uh, blessed. And uh, God gave them three children. And so with a merciful heart, um, he uh, he thanked God. Uh, God has blessing on him. And because of this knowledge of God, uh, he was willing to offer himself. Dear brother, sisters, I believe God has a different leading for each of us. Uh, each of us has uh, God's mercy. Or do we forget him through these mercies? Do we, through these mercies, uh, properly know God? And if you know God's works, you know God is righteous. Oh, uh, don't, um, don't, don't fight for yourself. If you have, uh, um, if you're wronged, uh, you can bring this before God. Believe in Him. And um, many other things, you felt like you have, you suffer loss. If you believe in Him, and believe He is righteous and holy, uh, there's no trials that you cannot overcome in many families today. There are many trials, difficulties that they cannot overcome. We believe there's a shortcoming in our faith in Him. Do we have a true... Uh, knowledge of God in our faith. If we have a true knowledge, I believe there's there's no um, uh, feelings of guilt because we know that He is righteous. And 
and uh, so um, you, you may have many different um, uh, sufferings inside. In many of our difficulties, we we seem to live in knowledge. We're not willing to let go of our knowledge uh, for the sake of His testimony. I feel that my knowledge is right. Uh, I have been wrong. So I'm going to fight for myself. And I'm going to tell many others how correct I am and how wrong the other party is. Uh, this is all truth. It's right. So we are testifying for ourselves. So uh, we want we want the people around us to see how wonderful we are. But as you testify about yourself, um, God's testimony on on you is lost. Because once you begin to testify about yourself, and because you're saying how good you are and how much wrong you if you truly know this Lord then you will truly uh, humble yourself if you have a true knowledge of him we will have true faith so in through many of our difficulties in our homes, in our workplace, uh, God's testimony is lost. Because in our faith, we, we don't have a good knowledge. And so our faith toward God is weak. And uh, we have, uh, we, we, have um, we have not testified for Him. May the Lord watch over us. Uh, may we, through our experiences, come to know Him. Often, but whatever God has asked us to keep in our heart and consider, and as things come to you, as difficulties come to you, if your heart suddenly recalls how God had mercy on you before, if you suddenly recalled how God how led you through many difficulties, you will have faith and you're able to uh, uh, deny yourself. May God have mercy on us. And may God use these words to remind us that we may have some learning before Him. And through His ways, and through the wonders He does among us, that through our faith we may know Him. We may have some uh, rel- relying on Him and uh, uh, faith. 
and that we may have a faithful and trusting life. And that God's testimony can be revealed in our lives. That we may be witnesses. And not just the words from our mouths. It's easy to speak. Because once you open your mouth, your words come out. But that we may have a, a testifying life. May the Lord have mercy. May a few brothers and sisters, through the leading of the Holy Spirit, have some prayers. Sanko 我们真是要留意
Sir Fred, dear Lord, we want to thank you that it is you who, who choose us and given us your grace. In this, indeed, Lord, as we wander in this world, it is you who have sought us.今天借着弟兄再次提醒我们主啊虽然我们常常会低头低头的时候就看到自己的难处但是主你也提醒我们让我们抬头仰望你因为你用笑脸帮助我们主我们感谢你主啊求主的话语再一次激励我们的心让我们能够活出你美好的见证主啊